0: educators of Northern Westchester Hospital. Today I'm happy to be with Jamin Rubrik. Jamin is our night educator at Northern Westchester Hospital. Welcome Jamin and thank you for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me Tracy.
0: So you're the night educator at Northern Westchester Hospital but let's go back way before this way way before this and um, tell us a little bit about your journey to nursing into
1: nursing sure it's kind of a a long story but um essentially nursing is a second career for me um i've been doing some kind of manual work uh, with office furniture installing cubicles and uh, desks and things like that and did that for about 10 years and then i met my wife my now wife and i uh decided i needed to get something that was a little bit more sustainable so um i know it sounds cliche but i was kind of I always had a an interest in helping people if i saw somebody who had a need i I enjoyed helping them and at the time i was uh really into working out and fitness so i was thinking oh maybe i should be a personal trainer i can help people become fit and healthy um but the more i thought about it i was looking for something that um, was a little bit more sustainable and um everything kind of led to nursing so i i kind of made an uh, a career path and an objective to to achieve a degree in nursing and um yeah so that's that's kind of what happened here i am.
0: so what school did you choose to go to Jamin?
1: um so for my um nurse and my iron degree i went to excelsior college in albany and then i got my undergrad and grad from western governors university
0: hmm. and since then have you gone back to school at all certifications
1: yeah I've dabbled with a few different things. Um, I was contemplating and working towards getting uh, my nurse practitioner uh, certification. Currently I am certified um, as a certified emergency nurse and certified pediatric emergency nurse. So those are the two certifications I currently hold.
0: So that begs the question then, since graduation what did you do in nursing? What's been your path so far?
1: Sure so my first ever nursing job was at NIAC Hospital, and I worked on a unit very similar to our OBS unit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not a, um, an observation unit or extension of the emergency department, but it was similar to our unit in that it was um, pediatric and mixed med surge. So I had exposure to medical surgical patients and then also pediatric patients, inpatient peds. Um So that was my first job, and I enjoyed it. But um, prior to getting into nursing, kind of my transition from doing that uh, furniture installation work, I um, became an EMT, and so I worked in the city as an EMT, and I always gravitated towards kind of that action, the emergency medicine side of stuff. So um, I had aspirations to get into emergency medicine, critical care, so um, in 2000, Fourteen, I believe it was I was accepted into the um, ED fellowship here at Northern um, where I was uh, mentored by a very distinguished educator uh, Tracy Boyd and
0: uh, uh, Yes, I remember.
1: Yeah helped us helped us through that program. So I worked here for about uh, three years in the ED um, during that time I also worked uh, as an adjunct professor at Pace and then in 2018 um, I transitioned to doing some critical care transport uh, nursing flight nursing and then about a year and a half ago I came back to Northern as an educator.
0: Wow so a wide a wide and various um, path in nursing thus far mm-hmm. um, why nursing education?
1: Um. When I when I transitioned into that role as a clinical adjunct professor at Pace, I realized that I really enjoyed um, the idea of helping um, nurses and nursing students at the time reach their goals and put together education in a way that helped them to reach their objectives. And one of the challenges that I found when I was at Pace, um, not intrinsic to Pace, but intrinsic to Student education was finding opportunities for the students to learn. There's not a ton of opportunities in a clinical setting. And so that kind of made me think well, staff development, you know, in a hospital, the opportunities are endless. Um, So I didn't have to face that challenge of finding opportunities. And, you know, there's plenty of opportunities to educate staff in the hospital. So um, that's kind of what made me transition um, into staff development nursing education in the hospital.
0: You bring up a good point, especially coming out of, hopefully, um, the pandemic that has really caused issues in academia as far as getting clinical placements or being able to stay in a clinical placement. Yeah. Um, they all have, these days, beautiful simulation labs, but it's that hands-on that seems to be the problem.
1: What do you like best about this current position? Um, what I like best, um, I really like, it's by far in all the jobs I've had, it's the best group of people that I've ever worked with. The education team is amazing. Um, maybe it sounds like I'm filling out a staff survey or <laughs> talking to Jayco or something or magnet people, but... In all honesty, the the education team is really, really good. Um, Michelle, Ivy, and yourself were all um, great people to work with. Um, and in my role as a night educator, I'm all over the hospital. I don't have a specific unit that I that I go to. I go to all of them. So it's it's nice to to dabble in um, each of the different specialties, and I really enjoy that. Um, I like creating educational initiatives that really engage staff and get them thinking. So I've had some opportunities um, to really push my creative mindset a little bit. So I've, uh, I've enjoyed that. And then um, the professional development role um, that, we, that we all play in helping nurses to really increase their professional development, whether it's certification or um, continuing education, um, advancing in degrees. Um, I, I really like working a one-to-one with with nurses and saying, well, what are your objectives? Where do you want to be as a nurse and how do we get there? How do we do that? So, sure. Um, those are those are things that I enjoy. What advice
0: would you give to our new educator onboarding
1: um, What advice would I give? I would say you don't have to know everything, but you have to know where to find Everything. So what are your resources? People are going to ask you questions all the time. So familiarize yourself with policy tech. Um, you may not need to know the policy word for word, but you need to know how to find it and what's in it. Um, so those are, are good things. Um, be patient with the staff when you transition from a, being a staff nurse to an educator. Um, just be patient and realize that uh, they may not always have time right now for your education so come back in 15 minutes and try and work with the staff I think those are are good things and then remember that you know we are a resource for the staff so find ways that you can support them in their um, clinical role
0: sure sure good advice so you also do um, well you still do uh, work with staff like correct
1: yeah I'm still there per diem
0: how do you transition back and forth from a large tertiary care, um, I would imagine high stress, right, uh, to a community hospital and the educator role?
1: Um, yeah, it's a good question. I've never really considered how we transition. Um, if people say it's a high stress environment, but I, I think you know the training is good and. When you get into, you know, all those of us who've worked in critical care, we get to this point where kind of our reflexes and everything just take over if we are in a critical situation. So um, for me, it's almost like when I, when I work on a, in that job, I'm so hyper-focused on what's going on that it's almost like a, it's like a break from the rest of everything in, in, in life. So um, it, can be, it can be stressful at times, but I, I really enjoy it. Um, it's just a different hat when I come here, Mm -hmm. so, um, yeah.
0: It almost sounds like one balances out the other.
1: Yeah, exactly, it's, it's, I still have one foot in a, in a clinical setting and then, you know, a complete clinical setting, and then, uh, here it's, um, it's not quite as stressful, but, uh, yeah, it's it's just a different role, but they do balance each other nicely. Hmm.
0: Let's do something for fun. Sure. Just kind of some round-robin questions. Okay. All right. Whatever pops into your mind, all right, will be the be the answer. And if we have to edit this, we will. Okay. All right. How do you unwind? How do you relax?
1: Um, what do I do? Uh, the drive home helps, so I like uh, I like listening to music on the way home. Um, When I'm not at work, um, I'm usually pretty detached from work. Like when I'm not here, I'm not here. When I'm here, I'm here. Mm -hmm. So uh, I like to play golf. Um, My wife and I like to travel. Um, We like taking day trips to different places, even locally. Um, I'm a foodie, so I like to, to look for good food. So I'll drive a long way to have good food
0: what's the best thing you ever had or the best restaurant you ever
1: ate at oh man um you know when you say that a couple things pop into mind a few years ago i went to we went to this place in niagara falls the Skylon tower there's a <laughs> restaurant on the top of this tower you got to pay a fee to get up up to the top of it but it's a rotating restaurant overlooking niagara falls that stands out to me as one of my better meals uh, i think i had the steak there and, uh, let me see, what else? You know, when I when I finished my master's, my wife took me out to eat at this steakhouse in the city. Double Eagle, I think it's called. I
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: had the tomahawk steak, it was quite memorable. <laughs>
0: <sighs> What's the last book you read, non-nursing?
1: Last book I read? Um, non-nursing. But you know what, that's kind of an Interesting question because the book is n- it's not an evidence-based book, but it is a book about a nurse. It was called the good nurse um, Which is a book about this nurse from New Jersey Charles Cullen who did like a bunch of mercy killing um, in the 90s early 2000s um, Estimates are they killed over 300 people um, So anyway, I read it. it was fascinating and the book kind of outlines his life And what transpired, but then what I found fascinating is how they eventually caught up with him and um, pinned him to the wall for all this stuff. Wow. Yeah, it was, especially as a clinician, it was was extremely fascinating.
0: What's your favorite
1: movie? Uh, Wedding Crashers, probably. Vince Vaughn, I'm a big Vince Vaughn fan. He's pretty funny. Favorite color? Blue.
0: Favorite music?
1: Oh, man, that's a good one. If you shuffled through my Apple Music, um, you'd get all kinds of stuff. Um,
0: Like, what kind of genres do you listen to, perhaps?
1: I like classic rock, so I'm a big fan of, like, Zeppelin, stuff like that. Led Zeppelin, huh? Yeah. Fan. Um, I grew up in country music, so like uh, Chris Stapleton is a guy I really like. Uh huh. You're as warm as a glass of brandy. And honey, I stick to. i out relaxing i really like
0: reggae um any particular artists there
1: um obviously bob marley but there's a there's another little um segment of hawaiian reggae that's pretty good It's a little, little islandy, so yeah so let's keep the culture strong.
0: continue moving forward aloha is the only way I'm gonna keep myself rooted, no other places suited for a native like me. Deep up the planted, Hawaiian Hawaii, and I am mad you know there ain't no change in me. Cause I'm home, go From these islands. Yes, I'm home, go. What was your best vacation so far?
1: Uh, Hawaii, yeah. I've been to Hawaii
0: twice. If I said to you money was no object, time away from home and work was no object, where would you go on vacation in the world? Uh,
1: where would I go? Money is not an object?
0: Money is not an object. Time away from uh, work, uh, obligations was not a problem. Where would you go?
1: I really like boating, so if I could get like a nice, you know, 50, 60 foot yacht and cruise for a couple weeks, um, where would man, you cruise? Yeah, if I could, if I could go across the Atlantic and do like Mediterranean, mm-hmm. that would be pretty sweet. Mediterranean cruise in my own private yacht.
0: Definitely sounds good. The last question.
1: Okay.
0: If it was in your power to solve the healthcare issue tomorrow, which one would that be?
1: Oh, you just got kind of heavy here. Yeah. To see, um, healthcare issue.
0: We we'll solve this and then go on your vacation.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I think obviously access to healthcare is a big, big issue. Um, you know, if. if if people could get access, if ever we could have access to primary care or preventative care, um, that would be that would be great. I, especially working in the ED for several years, I saw a lot of people use the hospital as their primary care mm-hmm. setting. And you know, not only does that lead to to poor health, like it's it's almost like buying a new car and you don't do anything until the wheels fall off. You don't get oil change or anything. You just and you take it someplace you're like oh I'm all wrecked. Well, you haven't done any. Any primary care, so if we could somehow get access to you know primary care, preventative care, and I think that comes from you know it needs to stem from a hospital, like community outreach, setting up screening programs, um, things like that. But yeah, if everybody could have access to primary care, I think the world would be a better place.
0: Awesome. What didn't I ask you that you would want somebody to know about you?
1: I don't know. I think you covered it. I don't usually talk this much.
0: (laughs) Well, the listeners should understand that Jamin is coming off a 12-hour shift at night. The sun is rising, and so I must end this podcast and let Jamin go home to sleep. But Jamin, thanks thanks for spending some time with us and sharing a little bit about yourself and with our new educator.
1: Thanks, Tracy.
0: All right, folks, this ends um, our episode today with Jamin Rubrik, Night Educator. Thanks for listening.